Whiplash is a great film, but before we talk about that, let's talk about how we're feeling right now. I haven't left the house in eight days. What about you? Uh, I think it's been like five days since I left. We just went to the grocery store and just came back. Yeah. And how are you feeling? Yeah, I miss Popeyes, man. That's like my immediate <laughs> answer. I miss fried chicken. They're not delivering. <laughs> no, they, they closed down all of that, man. Yeah, I mean, um, for, for those of you who are listening in the distant future, 2050, and this has been erased from history already, we're talking about the global pandemic of the coronavirus or the, the COVID, COVID-19. And we're in Peru. We're under lockdown. There's a strict curfew between the hours of 8 p.m. and 5 a.m. And we're just not allowed outside many countries. It's the same in many countries. In fact, today, it's March 23rd. Uh, the UK, did you hear about this, Nicola? Uh, no, I wasn't up to date on what the UK has done. Yeah, finally, Boris Johnson has put the UK under official lockdown today. Oh, really? Yeah. From this evening, I must give the British people a very simple instruction. You must stay at home. Took his took his time on that. It's, it is a little bit more um, flexible, a little bit more, mm-hmm. more lenient, and not as not as rough as it is for most other countries. They can still go out and buy stuff. What, what was weird was, he said, parks are still going to be open. Parks will remain open for exercise, but gatherings will be dispersed. And everyone can go outside once per day to exercise. That is why people will only be allowed to leave their home for the following very limited purposes. Shopping for basic necessities as infrequently as possible. One form of exercise a day, for example, a run, walk or cycle, alone or with members of your household. Any medical need to provide care or to help a vulnerable person. And travelling to and from work, but only where this is absolutely necessary and cannot be done from home. This doesn't really make sense to me. I mean, people can exercise at home. You can do cardio at home. You don't need to go outside to run, to exercise. Like what? How are they going to know if it's once a day for everyone who goes out? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, you can't, I don't know, you can't keep track of those things. But I thought he was like the one with the idea that, you know, m- most of the population is going to get sick, so they should just get sick. Yeah, this is why I think he, he delayed it, because he wanted a lot of people to get sick, but not, mm-hmm. not everyone. He's trying not to, he doesn't want to overwhelm the NHS, the National Health Service. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, he doesn't want... Um, I, don't, I don't quite understand the idea behind herd immunity, other than... Because this is what he's aiming for, herd immunity, mm-hmm. where everyone is becomes naturally immune to it. And the amount of people that are going to get infected is kind of inevitably going to remain the same, whether people stay at home or not, apparently. So I think what the idea is, you try and reduce the amount, the, the rate of infection right now, Mm-hmm. At certain points in the future, you you let certain groups out. I don't know how they're going to handle it, but I think that the reason that it took them so long is because they do have a little, not so secret plan, but a little strategy behind it, you know? Mm-hmm. But I mean, we were just talking about this before we hit record. Um, like, I don't, I don't feel too bad so far, eight days in. And how do you feel? I mean, I guess the experience has been a little surreal. Not, not oh, yeah. like a. I mean, just just because nothing like this has ever happened in my lifetime. I think, yeah, it's safe mm-hmm. to say in in our lifetime. It, it just in that sense, it's strange. Um, but otherwise, staying at home, 
I just uh, I rather work it out at the office but uh, here I guess you know just trying to get the hang of it and uh, and really missing Popeyes quite a lot man <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean for me it's just this is kind of really normal for me this is my life you know yeah. I'm always glued to my laptop um, I do feel you know after talking with people who are obviously in the same situation I do feel really lucky to have <laughs> a, a wife that looks after me and, and cooks for us every day that's that's pretty lucky of course like taking those things into account but but also just taking the fact that we we actually have jobs I mean your job you know, is dependent on that on that dynamic. But uh, aside from that, just being able to work from home—that's like a blessing in itself, especially under these circumstances. Surreal <laughs> is definitely what it is. When I was listening to Boris Johnson's speech earlier, I was just—it was like I don't know. It's like watching a film, man. You know, he's saying inevitably lives are going to be lost, people are going to be going to die. I'm not going to say that this is going to be easy, but we all need to come together and fight. The way ahead is hard, and it is still true that many lives will sadly be lost. If, if you would have shown me this video last year and, 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 and said, this is going to be an, a genuine speech from the Prime Minister, <laughs> I would have said, yeah, f*** off. <laughs> no, it's not. This is, this is, you know, next season of Black Mirror. <laughs> yeah. It, it, man, it's crazy what's going on now. You know, looking out the window and you see just no one outside and the, the few people that you do see outside wearing masks feels like, you know, the pictures and videos that we saw circulating on social media from China, Wuhan, uh, a couple months ago. Feels like, feels like I'm in China. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It, it seemed, uh, it seemed like a distant reality for us. That's yeah. that's what's so surreal about it. I mean, honestly, uh, like my mom ordered a package from Alibaba like three months ago. Oh, yeah. And the coronavirus got here faster than that. <laughs> wow. And again, it's just something we saw in the news <laughs> and we saw, you know, in China. And then, uh, I don't know, I think later on, like a little bit later on, and we saw it in Italy and some other parts. But I was like, yeah, that's not going to come here. Learned some, some data today, some maths. So if you get the flu, you infect it's infect the right word anyway can you use infect for a, a virus i think so right but i mean you infect like you get someone else sick or you transmit the virus to someone else yeah because i refer i i think of infect um you know it's connected to infection and it's not an infection is it do you know what i mean hmm. anyway <laughs> um i wish there was a a better verb a, a bit of a verb for contagious or even a noun for contagious. Anyway, I think that a lot. So flu, when you get it, you infect or you pass it on to 1.3 to 1.4 people. Let's say it's 1.4, right? Mm. And the coronavirus, you pass it on to three people. That doesn't seem like that much of a difference, right? Yeah. Now, when you pass it on to 1.4 people, and then they pass it on to 1.4 people, and while at the same time the coronavirus has been passed on to three, and then they pass it on to three, mm -hmm. once you do that 10 times, so 1.4 to the power of 10 is 28.9. So after 10 
um, cases of it being passed on and passed on and passed on with the seasonal flu, you are responsible for around 29 cases. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now with the COVID-19, so we're going to do the same equation, three to the power of 10. Do you have any idea what that is off the top of your head? But I've always been horrible at math, but I don't know, somewhere between 50 and 100? This is mind-blowing. Three to the power of 10. So the same thing mm-hmm. with the coronavirus, you would be responsible for 59,049 cases. That was pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> How crazy is that? Damn. I mean, yeah, I, I, I remember hearing about like uh, when in terms of differences, like how infectious, how in, yeah. how infectious the 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 virus is, like how easily contagious it is, and also I guess one of the main, uh, um, I mean one of the things that distinguishes it from others and makes it potentially way more dangerous is the I don't know if it would be the incubation period or how long it takes for you to show signs. I mean, I'm guessing with the yeah. flu, you know, you get someone sick and maybe like in a day or two days, you know, they're already showing symptoms like, you know, high fever or things like that. But mm-hmm. with, uh, you know, coronavirus, I think it's like, you know, a week to two weeks to start showing symptoms. Yeah. So, I mean, you could have, you know, a whole bunch of people potentially infecting others and others and others. And, you know, I, I guess that span of time complicates things so much more than you would think and that's why i mean one of the reasons why it makes it more uh, dangerous and uh yeah it is that is definitely one of the things and one of the other things is uh once you once you've had the coronavirus if it affects you and makes you sick Mm because it doesn't make everyone sick even though they can still infect others Mm -hmm. um it it has permanent permanent damage to your to your lungs even to people who Uh, don't have like oh really like people who don't no, show I, bad symptoms. Uh, no, no, I think it's it's to people who who it it does make them sick. Mm-hmm. You, they they get permanent damage to the lungs. But even people who don't like develop a severe case. I think so. Yeah, I could be talking out of my ass right now, but I'm pretty sure I've heard that on a few occasions and read it somewhere. Yeah, it's tough, and people have to start taking it seriously. <laughs> seriously man did you hear that you know mother's day it was mother's day was it yesterday in the uk there were people going to the f-ing beach in like groups of 10 people and the beach like the beaches were full yeah and in, in the us there's a severe case of negligence as well man <laughs> i mean there i think crazy. it's spring break right so people are i mean you have the, these massive crowds of young people still going to like florida or i don't know other areas where they used to go for spring break and i mean Nothing has changed really in that regard. And my, yeah. I have a cousin who lives in New York and he says that, you know, people are still out on the streets. I mean, a lot of them have masks, but there's still a bunch of people out in the streets. The metros are still crowded. There's two reasons why it's gone to where it is now in, in terms of a global pandemic. I'm, I'm going to extend it to three reasons. Firstly, in China and in Asia in general, they're, they're used to this. You know, they've had the SARS in 2003, 2004, uh, that outbreak, which really damaged them. And, and they know, you know, once there's a, a viral outbreak, to take it seriously because it, it does damage. So that's that's number one. The second thing is it's uh, it's invisible. You know, if this were something that people could see, like just, I know it sounds silly, but if, if, if it were... 
were monsters that you could see in the street, people would obviously take that more seriously, even if they weren't as dangerous. And the, the, the last thing is the Chinese government is strong and people listen to them and they're a little bit scary sometimes. And <laughs> you can't say the same for other governments in the world. China actually did a really good job containing the virus. I mean, obviously it got out and it was always going to get out. You can't stop it from getting out of, you know, one of the biggest countries in the world. They actually contained it really well because when the government says everyone stay home, Chinese citizens don't f about, they stay home. Unfortunately, when the US says that, when the UK says that, you still get the, you know, teenagers, like you said, going to spring break or people not taking it seriously because what's the government going to do? The government's not going to put you in jail or shoot you. Whereas in other places in the world, they would. It's a very different type of government. I mean, at least the difference. I think that in the in the US, they haven't like actually imposed quarantine, have they? Or maybe on certain states? Yeah, they are in certain states. Mm -hmm. That's right, but not overall. Yeah. Um, I mean, here Peru is just a completely different animal because I mean they did impose quarantine, and if you, I mean, you can you're restricted. Uh, you cannot go out between like eight p.m. and and five a.m. And still a lot of people do. I mean, it's just there's not that much fear of like authority here as there is in other countries. I haven't seen that many people out past 8 p.m. though around my area. Have you seen a lot around your area? Uh, no, in my area, no. I mean, also, I just, you know, I have a, a very restricted view from my window. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah. I mean, from, from, from the news and just a lot of viral videos that are coming about, obviously there are also like certain districts here in Peru you know, that are uh, very well known for like, I don't know, high crime rates or things like that. And it, it just uh, a lot of them are areas where like, I think the police doesn't even, you know, have access to, <laughs> or they have access yeah. to those areas, but they don't even go in there because they're just that dangerous. It, it, it seems a little difficult for, I, I find it hard to believe that they would actually have like, that they're able to, not only just to, if they want to, but if like actually in, a, in an actual sense of capacity, if they, if they have like the manpower to, you know, supervise all these areas, even the like remotest ones, and actually see if people are going out or not. I, I mean, I, I don't doubt like they put most of their effort in specific districts, you know, so that it's also, uh, I mean, so that their presence can be felt somewhat. But I don't know if it's uh, if it's that thorough. Stay home, stay safe, stay calm. Um. So what <laughs> what did we come here to talk about? Uh, yeah. What What do you think about Whiplash, man? <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this Film Couch Extra. To hear us talk about film and other things, then feel free to check out one of the complete episodes. Cheers.